Nee, dit is tyd vir ons rechtsgoe lomprogram en vir ochend weer eens met trots aangebied dier Gousat Koetsie en Otto Procureurs vir vooraanstaande rechtsadvies teen bekostigbare tarieve. Skakel Gousat Koetsie en Otto op 021-035-0317. Jy net onthou dat Radio Heldeberg of Gousat Koetsie en Otto nie aanspreeklik gehou kan word vir enige skadige lui wat voortspreid uit advies gegee in die rechtsgoe lomprogram nie. Elke saak moet op sy eie merite hanteer word. Gousat Koetsie en Otto is a law firm based in Somerset West providing legal assistance in family law, evictions, collection of debts and arrear levies, litigation, contracts, wills and estates, property transfers, labour law and most other legal fields at affordable rates. For more information, visit gcolaw.co.za or phone 021-035-0317 to schedule an appointment. And it's that time of the week. We have Ian Kutsia here in the studio. Welcome, Ian. How are you doing? Lucia, I'm well and yourself? Very well, very well. Yeah. Now, last week we kicked off and we were talking about sequestration and mm. exactly what is happening there and also what the court needs to grant this order. Now, what happens when the estate of a person wants the sequestration um, order is granted? Well, Lucia, yes, very shortly a trustee must be appointed for that person's estate to take control mm-hmm. of that. But in order for that to happen, the master of the court, of the high court, must convene creditors' meetings. Uh, and these meetings are convened by means of notices being placed in the, in the government gazette. And then they have the first creditors' meeting where the yes. trustee is normally appointed at that meeting. And the estate of that insolvent person that's been sequestrated now then vests in the trustee. So he takes control of that estate and, and, and runs it basically. So he will, some of his obligations includes in collecting all the assets belonging yes. to, to the insolvent, which may even include debts that is owed to the insolvent person. He must then realize those assets, so he reduces them to cash and distribute the proceeds between the creditors who lodge claims with the trustees. Mm-hmm. When debts are to be collected on behalf of the insolvent, you know, the trustee has the authority to institute legal proceedings on behalf of that um, insolvent to, to recover those debts. But this is in short, you know, there's obviously it's not a it's not necessarily a quick process. Yes. Um, but there are various methods and um, you know legal tools available for the trustee to render these administrative functions. But in short, that's what the trustee does. Mm-hmm. Jan, um, kom ons gesels bykie oor die enkele gevolge van sequestratie. Uh, wat is die rechtsposisie van die insolvente persoon nadat sequestratie plaasgevind het? Ja, Dani, die, die eerstens is natuurlijk daar word een beperking op die persoon uh, so vrijheid geplaas om contracten te kan sluit met, met derde partijen. Het is nie, dis nie algehele beperking nie, maar mm-hmm. die, die insolventie wet verbied die insolvente persoon om enige contract te sluit met de derde partij in termen waarvan hy basis vervreem of weet op een ander manier van die hand sit. Hy kan nie contract sluit sonder die toestemming van die trustee nie. Mm-hmm. Uh, wanneer die effect van die contract sal wees dat sy boedel nadelig beinvloed word, dan moet hy die trustee sy toestemming hee. Um, as hy met ander woorde een contract sluit wat nou maandelijkse financiële verplichting of uitgave kan skep, dan kan daar in sekere omstandighede gesien worden dat die contract toestemming, hy moet toestemming krijg by die trustee om so type contract te kan sluit. Tjoh, sure. ok, so dis die gevolge wat verder volg op die, die persoon. Mm. But now what happens where contracts are concluded by the insolvent person? Yes, obviously sometimes it does happen that the insolvent person, you know, is allowed to conclude contracts or we conclude them without the knowledge of the trustee. Mm-hmm. And those contracts are valid, but if they are concluded and they weren't, he, weren't, he wasn't allowed to conclude those contracts or we didn't have the consent to, to contract, then they're not necessarily void. 
um, but they're rather avoidable at the option of the trustee. Mm-hmm. So the trustee will then have a choice to say, look, I'm going, either going to allow this contract to continue or I'm going to declare it void. The Insolvency Act uh, does afford protection to third parties who have contracted with the insolvent person. So the Act says that even if the trustee wants to avoid the contract, then it, that contract will remain valid if certain requirements are met. One of that is that the third party must not have been aware of the sequestration order or we must not have had reason to suspect that the person uh, was sequestrated. Okay. The contract must be one where the insolvent person sold an asset to the third party for a valuable, for a valuable consideration, in other words, mm-hmm. a normal or fair price. And lastly, it's only applicable, uh, the protection to third parties is only applicable to assets which was by, acquired by the insolvent after sequestration. So we're okay. talking here about contracts that was concluded after sequestration. Where the, the trustees are ever allowed to enforce contracts, it's also important to remember that in certain instances, the insolvent's ability to institute legal action is limited, and the mm-hmm. trustee may have to institute legal action to enforce a contract, for example, to claim payment which may be due to that insolvent person. So, yes. you know, in that case, the trustee will just have to act on behalf of the insolvent. Ons is selfs bykie veroogend oor gevolge van sequestratie, en natuurlijk ons gauwsaard Koetsie en Otto Prokureers, wat die so is, Ian Koetsie, is dan hier vir ons om bykie meer licht te bring. Ja, en baie keer word ons vastgeval, of ons, ons word vastgevang met rechtsterms, en ons, ons slit en luister nou, en ek denk as een paar luisteraars wat sê, jy weet ek, ek wil graag bykie meer weet, maar ons, die, die rechtsterme vang my, en ek, ek verstaan nie alles nie. Het jy nie ook vir ons net paar voorbeelde van rechtsacties, wat die insolvente persoon wel in eie naam sal kan bring, of sê nou maar, wat teen hom gebring kan word nie? Dani Kordes kan ons sê, weet, uh kom een voorbeeld, so is het dagvaring vir een echtscheiding. Dit kan jy in jou eie naam in, instel, as jy mm-hmm. insolvente persoon is, of as jy onderhouds eis tegen een insolvente persoon wil bring, dan stel het in tegen die persoon in sy persoonlijke naam. Ander okay. voorbeeld sal weet, uh, waar die insolvente persoon een eis instel, vir vergoeding, vir werk wat hy gedoen het, in sy professionele capaciteit, of waar hy eis instel, vir skadevergoeding, volg van een lasterzaak, of so, so iets wat dit onpersoonlik raak, dan kan hy dit in sy eie naam, of jy litigeer teen hom in sy eie naam. Oh, ok, ok. Hm, interessant, nou ons weet nou dat die t- trustee beheer neem oor die bates van die insolvente persoon, so dit is nou een ding wat ons nou van seker is, maar wat gebeur met die bates van die insolvente persoon sy eie nood? Soos ja, die vrou of die man wat daar is, wat ja, gebeur daar? Ja, dit is een belangrike aspect wat daar gedachte moet word, en weet, ons kyk hier so of die persoon in binnengemeenskap van goedere, of buitengemeenskap van goedere getrouwd was. Mm-hmm. As hulle binnengemeenskap getrouwd was, dan het daar saak het hulle eindelijk een natuurlijk, weet hulle het een boedel, gesamenlijke boedel, en al by sy baas en laatste val in die boedel. So die sequestratiebevel word dan nie net toegestaan ten opzichte van een van hulle, dit beinvloed al by van hulle, en al by sal geacht word, as die persoon met sy boedel gesequestreer is. Waar hulle buiten gemeenskap van goed getrouwd is, dit hulle moest nou elke in hulle eie boedel, so die posities is bykie anders, so, in beginsel kan al by gelijk gesequestreer word, uh, en een hof kan gevraag word, om die sequestratiebevel ten al by van hulle toe te staan, maar dit is nie automatisch, in so'n geval wat buiten gemeenskap is, dit is een persoon, gesequestreer word, dat al by gesequestreer is nie. Die, daar is gevolge vir die gade, wie sy boedel nie gesequestreer word, dan is dit tydelik van aard. Mm-hmm. Maar die insolventie wet sê, 
die baat is van die echtgenoot, wat nie gesekustereer is nie, beris ook in die telestee wat aangestel is, al is het dan nog net tydelik, as op die deelvorm van die insolvente boerel. Maar dit is net om het moeiliker te maak vir getrouwde mense, om dat jy luister, ek het al my goed, dit is nie my nie, dit is my vrou. Ja. Weet so, wat sal on en om dan krediteer te benadeel? Wat dan nou gebeur is, dat die bedoeling, sal nie, dit sal nie noodwendig permanent in die telestee vestig, die hmm. ander echtgenootse baat is nie, sy kry, hy of sy kry geleentheid om eienaarskap te wees en sê luister, hierdie is die bewys dat hierdie is my baat is, dit is nie hmm. my man of my vrouw wat nie gesekwestreer is nie en hulle is een staat wat ingedien word by die trasteer wat dan nou volledigheid eensetting gee van die eigenootse financiële positie en jy gee vertlaan as ander bewijse van eienaarskap en as die trasteer dan nou tevrede is dat dit is jou vrouwse baat is en nie jou nie, dan uh, word die baat is vrygestel aan jou vrou en as die trasteer dan nou weier om het vooruit te stel, sê hy, sê hy denk is nie tevrede nie, dan kan jou vrou hof toe gaan vir een bevel, dat die baat is vrygestel word vir haar. Hmm. Sure. Um, just listening to you, there's definitely effects that go beyond just the person. Yes. And um, thinking about that now, just for interest sake, are there any implications for the insolvent's professional life? And are there positions he is disqualified from holding for the duration of the insolvency? Lucia, it, obviously it goes without saying that if you're insolvent, then you're not allowed to be a trustee of another person's insolvent estate. Okay, so, good I mean, idea. <laughs> the, it, it places, the Insolvency Act places this prohibition on insolvent persons. And so if you are a trustee of an insolvent estate, mm-hmm. at the time that your own estate is sequestrated, then you will have to be removed as trustee of that other person's insolvent estate immediately. Okay. You, If you're sequestrated, you can't be a member of the National Assembly or of the National Council of Provinces, mm-hmm. or even of the provincial legislature. Okay. You're furthermore not allowed to be a director of a company or to sure. partake in mm. the management of a closed corporation, save unless the court orders otherwise. It's lastly also important to note that an insolvent is allowed to earn an income and you can care for you and your family, even if okay. you are insolvent. You can still earn an income, but there are certain restrictions on certain trades that you cannot practice if you're sure. insolvent, uh, without the consent of the trustee. But I mean, that that's almost another discussion in its own. <laughs> <laughs> well, soos jy sê, ons gaan definitief hier weer inkry volgende week um, en dan kan ons het bykie verder vat. Maar Ian, baie, baie dankie weer eens vir oogend vir oogendse gesprek gevolge van sequestratie. As jy bykie meer wil weet, jy het ook iets gehoor en wil bykie meer inlichting kry, jy kan vir hulle kontak, is 021-035-0317. Gauzaat Koetsie en Otto, hulle is hier in, so mis het wees en jylle is gelee in wat sy centrum is daar is? Fairview Center in Kalidonsraad. Daar is hy, in Kalidonsraad straat, so maak seker dat jy daar so uitkom. Nou, hierdie rechtskolom was met trots aangebied dier Goudstad Koetsie en Otto Prokureers. En soos ek genoem het, jy kan hulle bykie gaan skakel vir vooraanstaande rechtsadvies en dit teen bekostigbare tarieve 021-035-0317. Jy moet net onthou dat Radio Heldeberg of Goudstad Koetsie en Otto nie aanspreeklik gehou kan word vir enige skadige lei wat voortspreid uit advies gegee in hierdie rechtskolom program nie. Elke saak moet op sy eie merite hanteer word. Ian, baie baie dankie, lekker dag vir jou. Dan is het al de vele.